What's going on, everybody? Dante here, and welcome to the Finest Tech Podcast. I'm your host, and welcome to the show. Now, I'm doing this podcast on my new uh, Electro Voice RE20. They say they use this microphone. They don't say. I've seen videos of, like, radio shows use this microphone as they, like, you know, main microphone. Some places use the short SM7B. Some use this. So I just want to take a gamble and went on and invested in this and just see how it sounds and see how it comes when it plays back and things like that. Um, crazy thing is I did an unboxing of this. Not an unboxing. I can't believe I said that. Not an unboxing. A comparison video between this microphone, the short SM7B, and the uh, Rode Procast microphones. I have all three of those. I've actually used every last one of them for my podcast in any different type of capacity. Like I've used when I use the Rodecaster Pro, I use the Procasters. When I even use my Shure, I'm not sure. The Zoom H6, I've used the uh, Shure SM7Bs, and I'm using the uh, Electro Voice RE20 right now, Black Edition. Um, on this right now, so. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know if you like the sound of this microphone or would you prefer the Shure or the Rode Progress. Let me know. So having said that, let me go and get into this episode. First, I want to talk about some things that some releases that I've seen some videos of, of the Samsung flip phones. They got the Flip and the Fold 3 comes out. Both of them, you know, look interesting, but I don't, I haven't met anybody who actually purchased one of those yet. I've never seen anybody with a... Uh, folded phone yet. Everybody got smartphones, but I haven't seen anybody with a folded phone, so I can kind of see how it looks in person because I haven't got my hands on one to kind of like test it out and try it out for myself. But I never actually seen it, so I was kind of like, I don't know. You know, videos is a lot. Some people are excited for it. Me, I'm kind of like, huh, it is what it is. I let other um, YouTubers review and go over it, but for me, I still would like to get my hands on one and test it out because I believe the fold is like. $2,500 if not cheaper or you know made it cheaper by any way possible but it's something I would like to test and get my hands on same thing with the flip I kind of like the flip because it reminds me of a flip phone but over time does the plastic hold up does the fold get a crease in after a while I would like to test those things and kind of like you know see where they go from there and just see where it goes now as I go from that I want to transition into I seen a video of the Tesla bot kind of disturbing because it's not disturbing because we don't seen plenty of movies any type of entertainment where you know AI got robots doing this now having a bot is nothing new because I want to say Honda, some Japanese company. I may have got the company wrong, but forgive me. One of the things I've noticed about that is that that robot was pretty smart and it was dancing, it was moving, walking up and down stairs. So a robot like assistant is not that far away because I've seen videos of like one robot was like crazy. Then like they have mechanical arms that use like gaming systems and Xbox control. I've seen somebody use, use an Xbox controller to kind of, and a computer 
to choreograph what they wanted this robot arm to do. So it's not that far off. It's just whenever you see it, it, it reminds you of the movie like Terminator, iRobot, those type of things. Where it's just it's the thought of it and the possibility of something like that happening. So it kind of freaks people out. And just it's interesting to see like now Tesla done made one, you know, you know, Tesla makes electric cars. They about to make electric trucks that um, self-driving trucks for like companies. I can see that happen because I already know that a lot of trucking companies have like a uh, automated driving sequence in it. Like it'll still have a, a like a human driver. But since the driver can work 12 hour shifts, what happens is as he's sleeping during his time, the truck will still keep driving to the destination while he's sleeping in the back of the truck. So it doesn't miss, you know, a drop off. It's interesting and disturbing at the same time because a lot of people who go to truck driving schools get these type of licenses to be able to do this. But eventually, like, that would be, I wouldn't say obsolete, but as far as um, needing so many drivers, that ain't going to be necessary now. Because if you can put it in a truck coordinates and just have it run by itself and just, like, get to your destination in quicker time because it doesn't have to, it doesn't require sleep. It just runs gas and go and goes right back out. It's Interesting and disturbing at the same time for the reasons that the reason why they still need a, a driver, because a driver can drive for 12 hours. That's a long time to be driving, though. You got to like driving to be driving that long. So after a certain amount of hours, the, the driver, like I said, can go in the back, get some sleep and the truck can still keep going while he sleep. And which I think is very dangerous, too, because sometimes machines malfunction. Things happen. So now Tesla got this bot coming out and it's like I said, it's disturbing, but it ain't nothing, nothing, nothing you haven't seen before due to the fact that, like I said, I, I don't know who made it. I know it was a Japanese company. There was a robot and this robot was walking up and downstairs, moving, picking up things. It's like almost like a, a, a robotic human, the way it was moving. And it's pretty disturbing how well coordinated it was to see how fluid it was in his movements it was quite disturbing and scary at the same time and just mind-blowing like it, it freaked me out a little bit i will say that because i'm not the type of person that just like to like put all my faith in something like that but you know eventually maybe when i'm long gone that will be the life as we know it so now i want to get into the next topic I want to talk about and it's like I said I don't really get into the drama but I just had to because it's just I just some things just annoy me so I just gotta voice my opinion get my point across and let it go now everybody knows I'm a big Marvel fan you know I'm big I grew up on the Spider-Man cartoon X-Men cartoon all those things and when they made like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I was a big fan because having seen like what I watched as cartoons kind of come on to film and like in live action would just fly. So I've talked about the Scar Joe and Disney situation and 
it's messy. And what makes me mad about the whole thing is that, like, I've heard the saying, any press is good press, you know, that type of thing. And that's not necessarily true. Because when it gets nasty, it gets nasty. And you don't want to put blemishes on your reputation for something that could be handled behind closed doors. Now, you know, you know, ScarJo was suing Disney because they released her film day and date and she lost out on some money. All right, cool. Now, this ain't going to trial. They going to settle this and figure out a way and make this work. So they're not going to make like a big thing of a going to trial thing. Like, they're going to settle this out. So they go, they talk about going to arbitration. And I was like, basically, they're trying to figure out a way to settle this because then it was rumors that they made deals with Emma Watts, Emma Stone, right? Emma Stone. And like, uh, I do believe uh, Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt, supposedly they signed them to sequel deals. Instead of just paying them out, they just gave them a, you know, here's a sequel where you're going to get more money for a sequel. And, you know, Scarlett Johansson, like, yeah, they can give her a sequel, but nobody wants to see another movie of her in the past doing something. We Everybody wants kind of like the stupid the studio the uh, like the story to move forward so nobody wants that so that's what kind of makes it like a bad thing for her so she says she lost about 50 million dollars not from what i gathered that the movie made over 500 million dollars altogether from disney plus to, to the global box office and all that stuff so she feels like she's entitled to a 50 million like the thing I had an issue with in the last episode I talked about this was that the fact they put her money situation out there why are you putting why are you airing that out there like that like that's just bad for business in my opinion nobody needs to know that nobody needs to know that she made 20 million dollars for that movie like why are you putting that out there and like whoever the press representative was to put that statement out there and put that information out there they should be fired you don't want to bring in negativity like that because you're just trying to make the actress look bad. That's just terrible. Like, you didn't have to do that. So it's just like a bad situation. And just hopefully it gets settled. And it's just like, I just hate when things get messy like that. When it's not like they're trying to make the actress look like the bad person. Well, all you had to do is cut her a deal. And she would have been happy. That's it. You cut deals for Emma Stone and uh, Emily Blunt. Do the same for her. That's it. Because from what they say that this was about, they went to them first and like Disney just kind of shrugged them off and was like, oh, all right, then we're going public with it. And that's how it came out. And it was all terrible. But like I said, let's just hope that it's moved on and they can go on from there. But Disney released the, the final Eternals trailer. And. I'm interested in this movie for one I don't really know much about them in the comics I never really read any of the comics um it's something new something different uh because I don't mind sequels but sometimes you just want something new and original I wouldn't say original but something new and fresh something that you haven't seen before something they can take this story in a different direction same thing with Shang-Chi like yeah I've seen Kung Fu movies before but this is the one set in the Marvel Universe and he's using the Ten Rings and they not rings they bracelets and like they changed the whole story dynamic with the Ten Rings and made them into bracelets and now 
you get to see a different aspect of how they're going to attack this movie and how they're going to play out this story. Something interesting to look into. Same thing with Eternals. Okay, yeah, they show in its trailer, you see Icarus, Athena, you know, Gilgamesh. Like, you see everybody, and everybody kind of showcasing their powers somewhat. Druid still didn't showcase his powers. Well, they suppose he has mind control, so that's not really an interesting power. But you see Sprite use her powers. You see, um, what's that, Thre- uh, Thestos, I think I'm saying. It's like, you see everybody kind of using their powers and showing you what they can do. Because a lot of people were saying, well, this is Marvel's Superman because of the eye beams and flight. Okay. All right. We get it. That, yeah. That's Super Marvel Superman. All right. Cool. But you got to remember, Marvel stole Superman like four different times altogether. It's like four different versions of Superman in Marvel Comics. There's Icarus. There's Hyperion. Now, Hyperion is a complete ripoff of Superman. Like him and the whole Squadron Supreme is just basically the Marvel Justice League. Then you got Sentry, supposedly is like another version of Superman, but a little different. And then you had Gladiator from the Shi'ar. So that's like four different versions that Marvel didn't use to make a Superman. So it was going to happen eventually. So I'm excited for this movie. Looking forward to it. Hopefully they keep it in theaters because I do want to kind of see this movie in theaters because it just it just feel like this, the scale and scope of this movie just seemed like a big thing. And it's just going to be like enormous because of the celestial that's supposed to appear in it. So I'm looking forward to that. And also, they released the Spider-Man trailer during the course of all this time. So, um, you see Doctor Strange. You see they he's creating a spell. Now, the storyline that they're going with, I've actually never read, but I've seen before. Where Doctor Strange casts the spell so everybody forget that who, that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Now, this did happen in the comics where he cast his spell and made everybody forget. So now we got to see like how this plays out. Like you see, one thing I will say during the course of the trailer that you see Dr. Strange and no, not Dr. Strange, Dr. Octavius, Dr. Octopus. And it's played by Alfred um, Molino. Molino or Molino? Molina. Yeah, Alfred Molina. And so... Supposedly that was Willem Dafoe's laugh in there. So the Green Goblin's returning. They say Electro's returning, but he's not returning as the one from Amazing Spider-Man. He's coming as like I guess traditional version of him. But I'm psyched to see all this stuff because, like I said, I grew up watching the cartoons and like what happened in that cartoon is almost like it's happening, you know, real life right now with live action. So I'm looking forward to it. But I also want to talk about that. It's a couple of things I've actually done you know, and added to the workflow over here. Um, I actually got my hands on a MacBook Air with the M1 chip. Now, I'm going to edit this podcast on there, so let's just see how that goes, see how quick and efficient it is. But like I said, it's audio, so there ain't no real video to it, so I ain't really pushing it. But I do have something like I want to mention that I've noticed straight from the rip is that this computer battery life is amazing right now I've just been basically just watching a lot of YouTube videos I watched a couple movies on there and just it's amazing how like the battery life is like crazy now when you first get it out the box you probably get like 70% so it, it, it died on me for the first time because I would just you know purposely watching a lot of video turn the brightness up and things like that just kind of burn like you know 
burn a battery life. So when I get a fully charged one, I can see how the big difference is. So right now it sips on battery life. It's crazy. Like, cause if you put the brightness to like half way, that's, that's pretty bright for, for me. Like that's, that's good enough for me. And then like, I watch a lot of YouTube videos and like movies and stuff just to kind of burn the battery life and just see how long it takes. And it's just, it's guzzling like it ain't nothing. Like it's just, it, it, I could watch all those videos and still have a good about. I remember I watched a bunch of videos and had like 90% left. So these M1 chips really are battery efficient so, so far as far as watching videos. Now, what I wanted to do was get like a uh, Sony A7S III because they say that like that codec and that format that you use to um, record video and it's like real compressed heavy. So I really want to test it and see the difference in like how well the battery life holds up because the MacBook Air doesn't have a, uh, a fan in it because the Pro does in case you push it to that next limit. And that's what I've been wanting to do. But like I have the A7 III, like so that ain't no real, the codec is that pretty, you know, workflow, I mean, make your workflow a little efficient. It's not really a heavy codec where you got to get like a new computer and kind of step your game up and just get like a whole new computer with your camera because it's just like crazy as far as like the playback is retarded it stutters like crazy so i really can't really test that because i don't have a7s3 and that's what i really want to test out but i'm gonna do like a crazy 4k video edit one day and just see how it holds up because i do believe adobe updated the recent you know uh, uh, creative cloud apps and kind of most of them are you know compatible with the m1 chips so i'm definitely looking forward to that i'm still up in the air about getting the ipad m1 just to say, like i wouldn't use it for editing or anything like that i just use it basic for media consumption so i'm kind of like do i really need it i don't know it's up in the air but that's one of those type of situations i'm in right now just finding things to do Trying to stay creative, find new ways, find new, uh, you know, equipment, mics, computers, whatever it is. Just trying to stay on top of my game and just get better with the workflow and all the new things I'm trying to learn and learn along the way. Test things out. So, you know, I'm still hoping that they release a 16-inch MacBook Pro. With the M1 chip, I don't know what the spec specifications, I don't know. Just, I would get the baseline version, of course, because I wouldn't want to invest everything into a laptop because, you know, you know, laptops have more problems. I wouldn't say laptops have more problems than desktop. It's just, I don't want to put everything into a laptop knowing I still would like a desktop at home to be the main workhorse. That's just me. And the laptop is just in case the desktop, you know, kind of has issues or something along those lines. So I haven't heard anything, any rumors going around that. This rumors going around, but nothing like concrete as far as, yeah, in October they're going to release. I wouldn't say October. I want to say November. They're going to release a new MacBook Pro 16-inch with the M1 chips in them. or Because they did basically the Mac Mini, MacBook Pro 13, Mac, the MacBook Air, and now the iMacs. I like the iMac, but I don't like the colors that it comes with. Not a big fan. 
other colors. I'd rather have a, a matte black one or a space gray one if I had a choice. But right now, it's a rainbow thing right now. Not really a big fan of it, like I said. But um, like I said, I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm still up in the air about investing in the Sony a7S III because they might come out with an a7 four that may have similar specs and maybe a little different don't know so it's like i'm in a rock and a hard place trying to figure out which way to go but first and foremost i am more psyched about a 16 inch because that would be like a workstation compert or laptop for me like i would i can kind of get like set that up as a desktop situation for my room because what i did was what i'm using is like I said, I'm using the um, RE20 right now. I'm in my room. The reason why I did this because when it comes to like recording audio or anything along those lines, when it comes to the basement, yes, the basement is more suited for, you know, got the carpet, sound dampening is all around, so the sound is real much better. But I'm also down there with the heater. And when you hear that thing blows, it blows. And like, in the winter months, it gets really cold in the basement. And, you, you know, you don't want to hear that noise in the background. Yeah, I got dynamic mics, but it's still, it can take in that sound because it's so loud. And then when you get to the first floor, same thing. So I kind of wanted to create like a little sound dampen my room a little bit. Just kind of have like a space where I can do some podcasting, a little video editing here. As far as shooting video, I still would do it in the basement. I'll just wear a sweatshirt or something like if you see me with a sweatshirt in the videos, that means I'm cold. I'm just trying to make, get through the video. So I do things like that. So I'm just working on new things to kind of like push the production forward. And like some of the things that's coming out, like I said, I'm looking forward to and hopefully it is coming. Like like I said, the 16 inch MacBook Pro with the M1 chips. I don't know if they're going to make an iMac Pro. Not sure about that. I would love to get one if that's the case, but Hmm, wait and see. Still up in the air about a new camera or anything like that. So, and I'm still trying to get my hands on a PlayStation Five or an Xbox Series X. Like, I, like Amazon has them, but they overcharging for them now. Like, I seen one for a thousand dollars, and you don't even get a game with it. Like, what's up with that? Like, give me a game at least. And it's the same thing with the uh, Xbox. Like, they have them for, like, $1,000 with just the system. And I get it because ain't no other places I can find. Best Buy, Target, you can forget that. So, and this is this generation is really annoying me because I just can't go into a store and grab one or even order one online. That's what's sad about, so sad about it. So, I was kind of waiting for God of War this year because it's supposed to be Ragnarok. So I was hoping for that. I was looking forward to that. But the problem is they delayed it until next year. And I'm not going to be buying a new system be playing old games on the PS4. If I buy a new system, I want to buy the games that's coming out for that system. Not for both systems. I don't want that. I want a game that's exclusive to that system at that time. Don't be trying to give me the same games from the previous generation and just put a PlayStation 5 on and give me a little bit better light and I don't want nothing like that I want a game exclusively made for that system at the time so like I said God of War got pushed back and ain't nothing I'm really excited for yeah the Spider-Man would look cool but I was like huh, I don't really like need to rush I don't want a system that bad just to play that Resident Evil 
I might do that. I just might have to take that plunge to get that game because that game just looked amazing. And I'm really excited to see, you know, that storyline where it goes. Um, Xbox, you know, I'm getting that system for hopefully Gears of War 6. It's coming sometime. Um, I'm invested, so that's why I'm kind of like, we want to see where that storyline goes. Halo, don't really care anymore. After the first three, I lost interest in the game. And, uh, yeah, so that's that for that. But, um, like, nothing I've seen so far that made me want to jump right in and get a system. Like, I'm hoping that they come out with a new Grand Theft Auto. Like, six. You know, specifically designed for these two systems. And just go from there. Uh, another Red Dead wouldn't mind. And curious about where they would take that storyline because you did a, a prequel. You're not a sequel. You did a prequel to the first game. So is this going to be a sequel, different storyline, or another prequel? A prequel to, to a prequel. You know what I mean? Something that came before the second game. I don't know. Well, we have to wait and see. Because who knows what Rockstar is going to do, but they always bring out fire. Um, that's, yeah, it's going to be a short episode this day because, you know, I ran, didn't, wasn't, didn't much, you know, grab my attention so far. And like I said, my co-host, she's going through something right now, so I ain't really have her lately. But, you know, I'm still working on things, still, still trying to bring y'all some content out here and just do the best that I can. Uh... Go check out the YouTube channel, you know, Dante Gaming. Go check it out. Um, go support it. Go like some videos if you like them. Go subscribe. Join the channel. Join the movement. And help everything grow. You know, I don't do, I can't do nothing without y'all support and help. So, I want to thank you guys for joining this podcast. Hope you enjoy. Thank you guys for listening. And I will see you guys next time. Peace.